on 20 in a row wax 104.5 we listen to blake shelton this morning honeybee on a day that's going to be kind of breezy again today i don't think it'll be quite as windy as yesterday but it will be breezy and a chance of some scattered rain throughout the area and we'll be in the low 60s today probably the last time in the low 60s for a while because starting tomorrow we're looking at temperatures in the 40s for a week or so and maybe longer but uh we'll we'll deal with that when it gets here but again today another breezy day not quite as windy as yesterday they're telling us but there'll still be a breeze out there so again we're starting at 47 degrees around here most everybody in the 40s to start the morning lacrosse is at 50 today as we've got uh, chores to do this morning on wax i'm bob and i'm scott and Boy, it's a nice night here. We got rid of the neighbor uh, was out, got after those soybeans right by us, and we're pretty much getting wrapped up in this neighborhood with much, uh, much the beans. Dust, and... Much dust around the combine? <laughs> there always is. Come on. <laughs> you know, when you think about it, think about the days that we did that without cabs. Oh, yeah. That yeah. and... Uh, then the old you know, spreader, you had to make sure that you uh, were going the right direction with that spreader because... That's for sure. But then we did it without caps and things to dip our head in the bulk in the tank. Not the bulk tank, but in the water trough, in the water tank, when uh, <laughs> it was felt awful good, that's for sure. Yeah, your head? I, we oh, did the yeah. whole, I jumped in. Well, we did that too. If it was depending on how cold it got when we got to that point of the season, but uh, again, lots of chores. Speaking of the combines and the uh, soybeans, we do have this week's crop progress report. Monday was Columbus Day, of course, and they didn't put the program out, so they waited until yesterday to release that. Plus, some uh, other news about uh, ending stocks from that report that came out uh, last Friday from the USDA. How much we've got here in Wisconsin, what the harvest actually looks like when it's going to be all done. Plus, lots of other news to get to, and uh, today's a big day for you, isn't it? Well, uh, in, uh, twice. It's National Dessert Day, and it's National Take Your Parents, or Take Your Children, how is it? Take Your Parents to Lunch Day. So, you know, if any of my kids are out there listening... The old man could use lunch, but I know they're too busy working today. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you can, take take your lunch over to your parents' house. They'd enjoy that even more. So, again, it's uh, absolutely enjoy enjoy whatever you do today because, again, it's not going to be a bad day. 62, breezy, a chance, the rain high of 47. Well, go brew some coffee, and we'll talk to you in a little while. What are you brewing today? I, I will. I, I've got the breakfast blend going this morning, Bob, but today... We can't forget that down at Revolution Coffee in Black River Falls, their lunch special, seven and a half bucks. Speaking of taking your parents to lunch, they have bacon-themed lunches all week this week. And the dessert side, they have apple cider donuts. They're fluffy, not they're baked, not fried, and mmm, are they good. Oh, anything with bacon and apple cider donuts, ooh, that's good stuff. All right, go enjoy, Selma. <laughs> we'll talk to you after the top of the hour. We'll do that. There he goes. That's Scott this morning here on Wax. 47 right now. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news this morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump's Supreme Court pick isn't promising to recuse herself from any election-related cases that may arrive at the high court. 
In her confirmation hearing Tuesday, Amy Coney Barrett was asked about what she would do if a case disputing the November election results was brought to the Supreme Court. She promised to abide by the law of recusal and said she'd take in the circumstances to determine whether or not she would sit out an election case. Trump has said he could challenge the election results and the Supreme Court would have the final decision. Mitch McConnell says the Senate will vote on coronavirus relief when the chamber returns next week. Dean Mucho reports. In a statement, the majority leader said it would be targeted relief for American workers. That includes new funding for the Paycheck Protection Program, schools, and hospitals. The Kentucky Republican argued there will be time to pass it before getting to the Supreme Court nomination as long as Democrats don't block the aid. The Senate took a break after multiple lawmakers tested positive for the virus. Dean Muchel, NBC News Radio. President Trump is asking suburban women to vote for him. Speaking in Pennsylvania, Trump brought up a regulation that he had axed that brought crime to the suburbs and destroyed neighborhoods. The president then asked the voting group, will you please like me? A Washington Post ABC poll from August showed Trump trailing Joe Biden by eight points in the suburbs and 13 points among suburban women. And a lawyer for the detective who secured a search warrant from Brianna Taylor's home believes his client has plenty of evidence to connect the apartment to an alleged drug dealer. Louisville Police Detective Joshua Jaynes is suspected of misleading a judge on the request for the warrant that led to the deadly raid on Taylor's home. The lawyer says Jaynes photographed Jamarcus Glover going into Taylor's apartment and coming out with what he said appeared to be a USPS package. However, a U.S. Postal Inspector told police that Glover was not receiving packages at Taylor's apartment. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. And you're listening to the latest in farm news, markets, and weather. In fact, we'll tell you about our weather forecast. Looks like another breezy day in store for us. Breezy. Yesterday was downright windy. Today, I guess... Just breezy, they're calling it. Lando Lake's Animal Milk Solutions plant in Black River Falls is seeking to hire two full-time second shift positions for the material handling slash dock area. These positions are available for energetic individuals who have an interest in joining the agriculture industry. If you are at least 18 years of age, have mechanical, problem-solving, and basic computer skills, have attention to details, and enjoy working in a team environment, then please apply. Lando Lakes offers an excellent starting wage based on experience along with a shift pay differential, paid time off, paid holidays, and a full benefits package. If these are of interest to you, please apply at landolakesinc.jobs. Lando Lakes is an equal opportunity and affirmative action employer and enforces a policy of maintaining a drug-free workplace. Apply for Lando Lakes Animal Milk Solutions today at landolakesinc.jobs or call 715-284-8871. Patty Schachner is a doer, not a talker. Hi, I'm Eric Johnson, former Republican District Attorney in St. Croix and Pierce Counties for over 30 years. I'm endorsing Patty for State Senate because I've seen her medical examiner work ethic firsthand. Patty and I collaborated to find solutions for the addiction and mental health crisis here in western Wisconsin. In the Senate, Patty kept fighting for mental health care resources that would support our law enforcement officers. Join me in voting to re-elect Patty Schachner for State Senate on November 3rd. Paid for by Patty for Senate. You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Bremer.com. 
Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And the weather today will get into the low 60s, but it might be the last time for a while. About 62 today. A chance of rain, mostly scattered showers. Nothing real heavy across any particular part of our listening area, but there is a chance that you might see some passing showers today. And breezy again today. Down to 39 overnight tonight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 48. Friday, partly cloudy, 46. Saturday, chance of rain in 49. And they said some places might even see something white. (laughs) And you know what that is. And then partly cloudy on uh, Sunday and Monday. Highs in the mid-40s. Right now, it's 44 in Rice Lake, Medford at 40. Marshfield at 43. The lacrosse area is at 50. That's the warm spot this morning. Green Bay is 47. Madison, Sun Prairie, about 44 degrees this morning. 48 in Milwaukee, and it's 47 right now in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area. We're six and a half minutes after 5 o'clock at Wax. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. The all-new Audible now gives you thousands of select audiobooks, podcasts, originals, and more, all included with membership. Try it for free for 30 days. Visit Audible.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it is time to look at some of our early morning markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And Scott rejoins us. Cash cattle number, Scott. Choice and prime fed beef steers are at 99 to 106 and three quarters with mixed 65 to 98 and a half. Choice and prime fed beef heifers 98 to 104 and a quarter with mixed 70 to 98 and a half. Fed Holstein steers are at 89 to 96 with select and choice 62 to 88. Cows are at 39 to 50 with the tops going 50 to 71 and bulls 64 to 83 on the hog side butcher hogs are 35 and down sows 19 to 22 and boars five and down new crop market lambs are at 130 to 160 old crop lambs 175 and down and feeder lambs are at 125 to 227 very good get your farm news ready we'll check in with you in a few minutes we'll do that and taking a look at the rest of our markets, in the uh, livestock futures, cattle were higher, hogs lower yesterday. October live cattle, 108.82, up 47. December cattle, 111.22, up 40. February, 113.65, that was up 57. And April cattle, 115.35, up 62. Feeder cattle for October, 138.12, up, that was up 82. And November was 136.82. That was up $1.27. January at 134.22, up 57. 
March cattle 133.25 up 62. April cattle up 67.5. Lean hog carcass contracts October 77.80. That's down 37. December hog 66.15 down 47. February at 70.12 down a dime. And the April contract at 74.62 was up 22. Board of Trade kind of catching its breath a little bit after the uh, sales that have been reported, mainly to China, and also that uh, crop report that came out last week as far as ending stocks. And uh, this week's crop progress report, December corn overnight a fraction lower at 390. The oats up a penny at 285. December wheat up one at 595. November soybeans up another five to six overnight to 1049. Meal for December up 310 a ton at $359.10. Barrel cheese up three at 214. The blocks up two and a half at 271 and three quarters. Butter up six cents yesterday to 147 and a half. Class three prices October unchanged 2117. November class three 2064. That was up 16. December 1819 up four. January and February run changed January 1706. February at 1662. Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our markets this morning. It's 11 minutes after 5. A lifetime of adventure. Jump to Jeep Adventure Days now at Gross Motors in Nielsville and save. Whether you want a rugged adventure vehicle or a capable crossover, there's something for everyone. And right now, get up to $5,000 in total cash allowance on select 2020 Jeep Cherokees or up to $5,250 total cash allowance on select 2020 Jeep Compasses. Jeep Adventure Days happening now at Gross Motors, your Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer, Highway 10 Nielsville, or virtually at grossauto.com. I'm Scott Schultz with another Pioneer Harvest Update. Today talking with Joe Iles, who covers western Wisconsin with Pioneer. Joe, everything is rolling along good. I do hear some reports about tar spot. Uh, Tell me about that. Sure. Uh, So this is a disease we've had our eye on here for the last couple years. Uh, Participate in the UW Extension meetings that they host during the winters and you know, they're always talking about tar spot down in southern Wisconsin along the Iowa border. They're always figuring, well, it'll be a couple of years before we have to worry about that disease. But lo and behold, here just a couple short weeks ago, a number of local cases of tar spot found in the Indian Head region, uh, St. Croix County, Barron County, uh, Pierce County. We've identified some locations out there where there is tar spot. Now, the good news is that it came in late enough that I don't think it's going to take any top off of our yield this year. The bad news is that once you got it, unfortunately, you got it. It sticks around in the residue, and if the conditions are ripe for it to uh, light up again, it'll be here in the years to come. So it came up a little bit earlier than expected, but thankfully this year I don't think it's going to be a major issue. Anything else that you're seeing out in the field as far as fungal issues or issues with the ears? And and the harvest is going along well, you've told me in the past. The yields are there, but any other issues? Yeah, sure. So from a foliar disease standpoint in the corn, um, boy, I had to work really hard to find northern corn leaf blight. Um, In fact, I spent most of the summer searching for it, and I didn't find it at all except for one location just in my backyard. So overall, the corn health is just fantastic. I think that's why we're seeing some of these top-end yield numbers. Now, a number of growers did point out over the summer uh, some concerns about ear tip back. 
And, um, you know, there's a lot of reasons why ears will show tip act. Most commonly believe that that's due to a lack of nitrogen or perhaps some other type of stress that occurs mid-season. Um, personally, I think this year some of the tip back we're seeing is due to a couple of factors. Number one, we did have a little higher bug pressure, uh, especially the corn rootworm beetles. They like to nibble on those silks, and if a corn rootworm beetle nibbles on the silks, obviously that can't pollinate, in which case, um, you know, some of those end kernels may not fully develop. Secondly, because we had such variable emergence pattern this year where we had seeds coming up, you know, day or two days later than some of their neighbors, uh, I think that due to that, we also had variable pollen shed throughout the t season. And for some of those later emerging silks on those later emerging corn seeds may not have gotten enough pollen during the pollen shed season. So a lot of reasons why we see a little bit of that tip back out there. I just don't think it's it's uh, worthwhile to automatically assume it's low nitrogen because there's many other things that can cause that. Signals are pointing towards some great numbers. I can't wait to see what comes off the field here in the next week or two. That's Joe Isles with another Pioneer Harvest Update. I'm Scott Schultz. As Wisconsin farmers prepare to transition for colder weather, Focus on Energy is here to remind you about financial incentives available for improving energy efficiency in your operation this heating season. Focus on Energy Energy Advisor Joel Rolchin explains. You know, on the farm and at home, you've got a lot of different places where we can take advantage of this. Things such as boilers for space heating applications. For hot water boilers, we're offering anywhere from $1 to $3 per Per MBH. Infrared heaters are used quite a bit in these places. Both low and high intensity heaters are eligible for our program with a few other provisos. Those are $1.50 per MBH. We'll also even give you money back for uh, qualifying furnaces. For more information, contact your local Focus on Energy Energy Advisor for answers about how to get started. Visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness or call 888 888-623- 2146. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's quarter after five here in Wax. Again, 47 degrees right now. It's going to be another breezy day. A chance of some scattered rain, just showers, not any rainfall, I guess you could call it. Kelly Slifka says it'll just be spotty around the area today. High will be about 62, but uh, it'll be the last 60s we have for a while. We'll find out about the harvest. That's coming up next. The Farm News is being brought to you by Chili Implement of Chili, Wisconsin. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota subcompact and compact tractors. Our reliable number one selling tractors are designed for easy operation and feature all the performance matched attachments needed to tackle any job. Right now, get zero down at 0% APR for 84 months and save up to $1,700 plus no payments for 90 days. Now through October 31st, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. See the complete Kubota line at Chili Implement on County Highway Y in Chile. Call them at 715-683-2 Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's get to some of our news this morning, courtesy of Chili Implement in Chile. Brad and his gang over there. Scott has the latest. What's going on with the harvest there, big boy? The fall harvest across the country is in full speed ahead mode. As of Sunday, farmers had combined 61% of their soybeans and 41% of their corn. That's a jump of 23% for the soybean harvest from a week ago, as Minnesota, the Dakotas, and Nebraska lead the way with 80% of their beans off. 
the corn harvest moved ahead ahead 16% last week with Illinois farmers leading the way with 45% of their crop harvested. This week's crop progress report also shows winter wheat planting is ahead of the normal pace with 68% of the crop already planted and 41% of the crop already emerged. In Wisconsin, farmers have harvested 15% of their corn for grain almost three weeks ahead of normal with the moisture content at 23%. The corn silage harvest is wrapping up as it's at 96% completed more than a month ahead of last year. Corn across the state is 92% mature and rated 79% in good to excellent condition. State farmers have also harvested 46% of their soybeans 16 days ahead of last year as the crop is rated 81% in good to excellent condition this week. This week's report also shows farmers across the state have made 93% of their fourth hay crop, harvested 90% of the fall potato crop, and planted 78% of their winter wheat, with 55% of that crop already emerged. Topsoil moisture ratings fell four points this week to 83% adequate to surplus, 14% short, and 3% very short. And the government's not wasting any time sending out some checks for that second coronavirus program, are they? No, they're not. That second coronavirus food assistance program is barely two weeks old, and already almost $2 billion has been sent to farmers who signed up for that financial aid. Crop producers have gotten the most money so far, followed by dairy and livestock producers. That program has about $13 billion to mail out. And they still got, what, about $6 billion from the first coronavirus to mail out, so... Lots yep. of aid is coming as farmers, again, uh, signing up for that program. And, boy, it doesn't take them long. And that's one thing the farmers commented out when I was with Bill Northey. And uh, yep. Soul Hawk Dairy Farmers said they appreciated how easy it was to fill out and how soon that money got to them. So that's a good thing. All right, sir. It's we'll amazing let you... what happens in an election year, isn't it? <laughs> well said. All right. <laughs> we'll go let you enjoy some more Revolution Coffee. We'll talk to you in a little while. Indeed. There you go. That's Scott with us this morning once again, as always. And we are moving along, and we're going to hear about that Dairy Innovation Hub. Remember, they started putting that together, and it's up and operating. And we're going to get an update on the Dairy Innovation Hub with uh, Maria Wolt, our Pam Yonke down the southern part of the state, where a lot of that activity is going on, and a chance to talk with Maria about it. So we'll get an update coming up 20 minutes after 5 at WAX. Hello, this is Jessica from Northside Elevator in Loyal. As a dairy calf consultant, I'm passionate about helping every dairy succeed, beginning with the future of your herd, your calves. I work alongside farmers and calf managers to design nutrition programs and offer management concepts that give every calf the greatest advantage right from the start. At Northside, we understand calf needs and have the resources for your success. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. Patty Schachner is a doer, not a talker. Hi, I'm Eric Johnson, former Republican District Attorney in St. Croix and Pierce Counties for over 30 years. I'm endorsing Patty for State Senate because I've seen her medical examiner work ethic firsthand. Patty and I collaborated to find solutions for the addiction and mental health crisis here in western Wisconsin. In the Senate, Patty kept fighting for mental health care resources that would support our law enforcement officers. Join me in voting to re-elect Patty Schachner for State Senate on November 3rd. Paid for by Patty for Senate. 
This is time that matters, a window of time to help protect the ones you love. Your preteen benefits from staying up to date with their well visits. This is your window of protection. Schedule their well visit now. Brought to you by Merck. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Finding out what's going on in all of our agricultural industries is a uh, big job because of Wisconsin varied agricultural environment. Bob Bosel at the northern end of the world's longest barn, but of course dairy is the uh, key that we hang our hat on. And a, a new group was formed, Dairy Innovation Hub, Pam, and they got a lot of money. What have they found out? What have they done so far in their short lifespan so far? Yeah, you're right, Bob. It's just been a year. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And the Dairy Innovation Hub is acutely aware of how attitudes may have changed as far as the budget is concerned in light of COVID-19 and the additional expenses that the states incurred. They released their first annual report for consumption by everybody, and that includes the uh, lawmakers down at the state capitol. Remember, the state of Wisconsin came in with $7.8 million a year commitment to their Dairy Innovation Hub. I talked about it with Maria Walt. She is the program manager for the Dairy Innovation Hub, and I asked her to just take me back a little bit. People forget that although the Dairy Innovation Hub's been in place for about a year, there were four, five years dedicated before that just to try to advance the idea of investigating new market possibilities for milk we're already producing. There was a gathering some years ago at uh, Mitch Breinick's farm uh, in Sauk City, Wisconsin, where, you know, a number of people kind of sat down in the dairy farm office uh, and started discussing about discussing ways that we could really turn the dairy community around. And, uh, you know, they started making notes on a whiteboard and uh, a lot of those ideas really intrigued a lot of people. And so they carried them forward to the Dairy, for- Dairy Task Force 2.0, uh, which convened a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, there was numerous recommendations that came out of that task force. And uh, one of the top recommendations brought forward by uh, that group was the formation of a dairy innovation hub. We secured the funding from the state legislature. That's great news. Now let's talk a little bit about what's what's been happening. Uh, maybe a little snapshot, Maria, on what the annual report brings to attention. Right. So um, in year one, so there's really a multiple year rollout for the Dairy Innovation Hub. In year one, um, which would be the fiscal year that just finished this past June, the, the funding allocation was $1.1 million to be split between three campuses, uh, Madison, River Falls, and Platteville. And the reason for that was because, you know, the, the first year of the hub was really a partial year because the funding wasn't approved until late uh, 2019. So it was kind of some seed money to get the, get the hub going at the three campuses. And um, then the idea is uh, the you know, in subsequent fiscal years, the full allocation of, uh, of, of $7.7 million, you know, split between the three campuses would, um, would then kind of fund those ideas that, that they came up with in year one. So really year one, um, at all three campuses was spent doing things that you would imagine with any type of startup business or effort. 
you know, getting the right people together, having the conversations about, hey, what's really needed uh, to do innovative work in Gary, um, building that, building some infrastructure, kind of getting things going, um, and and starting projects in a lot of um, in a lot of ways. You know, research uh, is a long term investment. You're, um, you know, a lot of the projects that are underway right now, you know, they're going to take a little bit of time to start yielding results. Um, and that's what we're hoping happens uh, in subsequent years. Talk to me about the collaboration that's already been brought together, Maria. Like we said, these ideas have been discussed in dairy circles for more than four years. How are we coming together? Is this gelling? Are we are we getting buy-in from the necessary parties? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple sort of formal ways that that happens, Um for the hub, and then there's there's the sort of more informal uh, aspects. I'll start with the formal ways. Um, when the hub was envisioned, they uh, the the folks that really came up with the concept wanted to make sure that each campus had a voice, and that also kind of the pertinent stakeholders had a voice as well. So the the Dairy Innovation Hub um, has a uh, advisory council that kind of uh, create sort of a two-way communication between the university and stakeholders. So you have um, people on that council that were really um, instrumental in advocating for funding, like Dairy Business Association, Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin, Farm Bureau, Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association. Um, and then you also have representatives from each of the three campuses, so Madison, Platteville, River Falls, and then, of course, uh, cap is instrumental to all of this as well. So that's a formal mechanism that exists to really ensure that that two-way communication between, you know, between the three campuses, but then also back to um, to the stakeholders, you know, who really serve the farmers and processors and consumers, um, you know, of the state of Wisconsin. So that's a formal mechanism that exists. Now, because of all of that really interesting thing is happening where, you know, each of the three campuses has become so much more aware of what one another is doing. Now, to someone outside of the university, you might think, well, gosh, it's obvious that, you know, Madison knows what Platteville is doing. Um, But that's not always the case. And, you know, it's not a criticism. It's just that's not always the way that universities work. But that's really changing in the dairy space because of all these projects that are going on, all these meetings, all these conversations. There is so much idea sharing and expertise sharing that is going on because of the hub. And it's what's so, it is so crazy to be involved in this and so exciting for me. I'm also a dairy farmer too. So um, you're seeing people from completely outside of dairy that are submitting proposals like, hey, I'm an electrical engineer. You know, I don't really have a ton of experience in dairy, but my work a plot can be applied to dairy, and um, so you're seeing cool stuff like that happen across all campuses. And that's a, a good thing. The Dairy Innovation Hub, inspiring a lot of thoughts, a lot of innovation for the dairy industry, and that's a good thing. You think with all the technology we got, where can we still go? But there's still, as we're finding, a lot going on. Again, that's uh, Marie Wolt talking to our Pam Yankee about that Dairy Innovation Hub. We're going to talk markets next 
Rocky's going to join us from over at Premier Livestock, brought to you by Wheat and Grain. Dad, what does Wheat and Grain do? We do it all, Cameron. Here at Wheat and Grain, we're a full-service grain elevator. We offer very competitive drying, storage, and many different types of contracts for corn and soybeans. We understand that every penny counts, and we do our best to pay our customers top dollar for their commodities. We also understand when the combines are not rolling, it costs our customers time and money. We offer on-farm pickup. If they need a truck, we take them one. Check us out at wheatandgrain.com. Wheat and Grain is our name, and bushels are our game. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And as we mentioned, the markets with Rocky over at Premier brought to you by Wheat and Grain and their prices today at their uh, Chippewa Falls location out in the town of Wheat and Corn. 341 a bushel, the soybeans at 989, and at their Connorsville location, the corn is 341, and the soybeans at 974. Well, let's get over to Rocky over at Premier Livestock. Good morning, Rocky. How you doing? Hey, good morning. Doing well. Well, I haven't talked to you since last Thursday, and uh, then you had that big machinery sale on Friday. All that stuff gone now, so you got room in the parking lot? Well, I, like I said, I wish it all would leave right away, but it seems <laughs> to kind of linger on. But uh, always glad to get it in, but once it's sold, we like to see it go. But, hey. It takes well, a while. They're busy with the harvest, so hopefully they can find a trucker to move it for them. All right. Well, what's going on? It's uh, uh, what is it? Wednesday already today. You bet it is. Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how the week is shaping up so far here at Premier Livestock. On the fed cattle this week have showed a little bit of strength there. High choice in uh, prime Holstein steers, eighty-eight to ninety-nine fifty. Beef steers and heifers, ninety-five to a dollar one fifty. Market cows mostly forty-seven to sixty-one. High yielding cows, sixty-two to sixty-nine. Market bulls mostly seventy-five to eighty-seven. Lower yielding bulls, seventy-four and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday. Day, mostly from 70 to 83. Newborn Holstein bull calves, mostly from 75 to 125. Beef calves, 100 to 270. Holstein heifer calves, 10 to 60. Uh, big dairy cattle week this week at Premier. We have three dairy cattle auctions. We have one Wednesday, we have one Thursday, and we have one Friday. Uh, we're expecting over 1,200 head of dairy cattle this week. Today, uh, Wednesday, 11 o'clock a.m. start time, we got 60 fancy parlor freestyle cows. They're on test. Uh, select sires breeding for over 35 years. Lots of cows milking 95 to 135, plus several other top consignments of high-quality fresh cows. Springing heifers, you looking for them? We got them. We got over 75 Holstein springing heifers, including a full semi-load from Cortland Dairy. They're all Alta-sired, AI-bred Angus. They top the sale every time. Then tomorrow, Thursday, uh, we're going to have 300 Holstein Parlor Freestall Cows. Uh, that's going to get underway at 11.30 tomorrow, Thursday. 300 Holstein Parlor Freestall Cows. There's also some blue roans, some crossbreds, some red and whites in there. Then this Friday, special monthly dairy heifer auction. We're expecting around 600 head of dairy heifers. Questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Check out uh, all these consignments, individual listings. we got pictures of the cows selling today uh, on our website. That'll be at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And like I said, we're glad to have you folks come in person. Uh, but if you can't and you're too busy or whatever reason you might not want to come to the sale, you can bid online on all of these dairy sales this week on Cattle USA. So that's the way it shaped up, Bob. Ah, sounds good. Any good hunting with all this wind out there? I think, 
Well, I don't know. I think it's coming though. I oh, think this good. is gonna. I think this is gonna kind of kick her off and get the bucks in action. So. Oh, good! I can't wait to see the pictures and hear the stories. Yep. All Sounds right. good. We'll talk to you. Oh yeah, you and me both. <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye. There he goes. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock in Withy. Hi, I'm Sean, an agronomy consultant from Northside and Loyal. As an agronomy consultant, I focus on helping farmers and growers succeed. In fact, the entire Northside agronomy team is dedicated to your success by providing solutions and products for optimal outcomes, beginning with field scouting and seed specification, then fertilizer formulation, management, and harvest recommendations. Our number one goal is to help you realize yours. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. This is time that matters. A window of time to help protect the ones you love. Your preteen benefits from staying up to date with their well visits. This is your window of protection. Schedule their well visit now. Brought to you by Merck. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we're 26 minutes before 6 o'clock. Should we see what the wind blew in? Let's see if it's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 as we look at our weather, courtesy of Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. Good morning, Kelly. I guess we don't have enough wind to blow Kelly in all this way. But, uh, again, we take a look at uh, Kelly's forecast. No, he's not on TV. I don't know where he's hiding this morning, but uh, there he's ripping something open, I think. Kelly, are you there? I'm here. There you go. Sorry, someone's been messing with my my little knobs in here on the studio, so it didn't have any audio. <laughs> well, maybe the wind blew them off or something. Maybe. I yeah. Mean, is the wind going to be as bad today as it was yesterday? I don't know if it'll be quite as bad, but it's still going to be up there. You know, we had some gusts up to almost 40 miles an hour yesterday. Yeah, so. I know. It was. I was outside. I think I got caught in one or two of those gusts. That was for sure. Man, oh, man, but uh, it's going to die down. It's also going to cool off, isn't it? Yeah, we got some colder air headed our way. It's going to feel more like the middle of November as opposed to the middle of October. And we'll still have the winds out of the uh, south today. So that will be the mild wind force, if you will. We have a fast-moving system that's moving right now into Minnesota. Uh, spread the clouds into the area right now. May see a spotty shower with this system, but the area right now is a little bit too dry to support much rain. As I mentioned, it'll be a breezy day. Some of the gusts over 30 miles per hour. Uh, possibly seeing a shower here and there. Otherwise, it should be seasonable, 62 this afternoon. We'll see uh, mostly cloudy skies tonight. It will be chilly as the winds continue out of the west and northwest, low down to 38. Even though we'll be back into some sunshine tomorrow, only going to get up to 49, mostly cloudy on Friday, 46. Saturday is going to be a cold day, at least to start, and we have another storm system moving in. May bring in a little bit of snow mixed in with some rain in the morning hours, then changing to all rain during the afternoon as we warm up up to about 49. So some cold conditions over the next couple of days. Right now in Eau Claire with the cloudy skies, currently 47 degrees. I'm Sky 113, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Anybody seen any scattered showers yet this morning? Uh, I haven't had any reports. I know the radar, if you got an app or whatnot, you see all that broad area of rain moving yeah, in. Yeah. A lot of that's just dying off. It's just not uh, uh, moist enough at the low levels. It's too dry to really support any rain right now. All right. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Kelly Slifko with Skywarn 13 with our weather this morning. Brought to you, as we said, by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Christensen Sales Corporation of Abbotsford is having an auction to sell the farm equipment along with household items at the David Apple.
Appleyard Estate on Grand Avenue, north of Nielsville. The sale will be on October 23rd at 10 a.m. From the Highway 73 and County B intersection in Nielsville, go two blocks west on B to Grand Avenue and two miles north on Grand Avenue. Contact Christensen Sales Corporation at 715-223-6345 or visit ChristensenSales.com. Hey, Buster. Excuse me. Hey, Buster. Easy now. Hey, Buster. All right, that's it. No, Hey, Buster. One word. Hey, Buster equipment is designed to process, grind, and mix even the most unsavory bales into the feed your cattle need. We pioneered an industry to help ranchers and dairy farmers save time, save hay, and save money. I'm listening. Well, I just told you. If you want more specifics, go to haybuster.com or find your nearest dealer. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Almost 22 minutes before 6 o'clock, we've got markets, uh, still got a lot of stuff to do this morning, including taking a look at some of our local news. Scott, what's going on? The Wisconsin Department of Health Services yesterday confirmed a state record for COVID-19 deaths in one day at 34. 3,279 new coronavirus cases were reported in the state yesterday, which is also a single-day record. The 34 deaths reported bring the state coronavirus death toll to more than 1,500 in Wisconsin. Eau Claire is not going to vote on a new public health ordinance. Instead, the city council last night agreed to study the issue. Councilman Andrew Worthman said a task force will look into the need for a new public health rules during the coronavirus. The city county health department said the rules are needed, but the Eau Claire Chamber of Commerce and some local businesses said the rules would allow the government too much power to close shops, restaurants, bars, and even schools. The task force has until next June to issue a report. A former Barron firefighter who admitted to starting three fires this spring will spend the next two years on probation for those crimes. A judge yesterday sentenced Justin Cloud to probation and community service. Investigators said Cloud lit three fires and responded to one as a firefighter. Prosecutors allowed him to plead down to the charges of negligent handling of burning materials. The question about late absentee ballots in Wisconsin could soon have a national answer. Democrats in the state, along with advocates in Washington, D.C., yesterday asked the U.S. Supreme Court to decide whether absentee ballots that come in after Election Day should be counted. A federal appeals court last week said they could not be counted, but the Supreme Court might take the case because courts in other states or other federal regions have said the late ballots can be counted. Democrats at the Wisconsin Capitol want lawmakers to change its state law to allow local election managers to count those absentee ballots before the end of Election Day. More than 20 Democratic lawmakers signed a letter yesterday asking the Republicans who control the legislature to come back for an extraordinary session and approve an early count law. Election managers across Wisconsin have warned for weeks that the expected flood of absentee ballots this month and next month will make it impossible to know who won the election on Election Day. The Democrats say more than 1.3 million people in Wisconsin have already requested absentee ballots. 
Sure did seem simpler years ago, Bob. Boy, it sure did. I was thinking the very same thing. How did we get so complicated? We got too many people that have been in office too long. I think they all want to something. I don't, know. I don't know what the answer is. All right, sir. Yep. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you later. We will. There goes Scott this morning as we're uh, now about 20 minutes to 6 here at Wax. Farm News brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. And looking at the uh, grain prices at Dumber's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, corn delivered to those elevators today, 336 a bushel of soybeans, 977. And more of our farm news this morning. The Farmers to Families Food Box program has fed a lot of people in Wisconsin so far. The latest numbers show 636,000 boxes have already been handed out to needy people across the state. Comes to $19 million in value. Last week's USDA crop production ending stocks report shows Wisconsin crops are big this year. Our corn for grain crop is now put at 539 million bushels on yields of 186 bushels an acre. That's 20 bushels an acre more than last year's harvest. State soybean yields are now expected to come in at 109 million bushels on yields of 55 bushels an acre. That would be up 8 bushels from last year. As we look at more farm news, courtesy of uh, Dummer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, 18 minutes before 6 o'clock. We'll take a look at some markets next. Did you know that Lindstrom Equipment is one of the only family-owned farm equipment dealers left with the same family name for over 60 years? That's longer than I've been here at Wax. And if you want more from a compact or utility tractor, Lindstrom Equipment is where you'll find more. More of the newest Massey Ferguson tractors offering more versatility, more durability, and more performance. Stop by Lindstrom Equipment today and find out how Massey Ferguson is expanding the possibilities of what a great tractor can be and why a Massey Ferguson from Lindstrom Equipment will be the last tractor you'll ever need. Lindstrom Equipment in Modena and Menominee. Same name, same family-owned business for over 60 years. For every farm, there's a moment. It's when something changed the farm forever. An idea about how to do something faster, better, or easier. And for more farms, that moment is when they brought home their first Fent tractor. Because no matter the task, there's things about a Fent you just can't find on any other tractor for any price. Make today your moment. Try a Fent on your farm, and it won't take long for you to see why the best-run operations run Fent. Hi, I'm Warren Petrick, a lifelong resident of western Wisconsin, and your representative to the 93rd Assembly. Protecting our health care is even more important now as we fight this pandemic. That is why one of my first votes was to ensure pre-existing conditions continue to be covered by insurance, along with helping our local hospitals and lowering our health care costs. Please vote for me on November 3rd to keep me working hard for you. Paid for by Warren Petrick for Assembly. The Warren we know, the candidate we trust. Audible now gives you thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, originals, and more, all in one place. The new Audible is your playlist for life. Download the Audible app to get started. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get to the markets as we head over to the Equidiel Tuna, ba- uh, Equidiel Tuna Barn and uh, see what Mark Coger had going on yesterday at the sale. Choice beef steers and heifers selling from 90 to a dollar. 
high yielding choice. The prime Holstein steers 90 to 95. We topped at 96 and a quarter. Choice Holstein steers 82 to 90 with their heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 82 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows here on Tuesday selling from 56 to 63. We topped at 65 and a half. 60% of the cows selling from 40 to 56 with 20% of the cows selling 40 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Tuesday selling from 75 to 88. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up. Here on Tuesday, selling from 50 to $140 per head. We topped at $145 per head with the light, poor quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef calves selling from 75 to $200 per head. <clears throat> Feeder cattle from our special here held here on the 9th of October. Fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound beef steers selling from a dollar twenty five to a dollar eighty seven. Your six to nine hundred pound beef steers selling from a dollar twenty two to a dollar forty five. Fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound beef peppers selling from a dollar to a dollar sixty. Your six to nine hundred pound beef peppers selling from eighty five to a dollar twenty five. Fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound Holstein steers selling from a dollar to a dollar twenty eight. With the six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers selling from eighty five to a dollar twenty four. Quick reminder, the next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, October the 23rd. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now, this is Mark Koger from the Equity Altoona Auction Market. Have a great day. Where has the Pioneer Audio Tour taken me today? Olivia, Minnesota, next to a field planted with Pioneer brand Enlist E3 soybeans. This field looks peaceful, but like every field, there's a constant battle going on against weeds. Right now, the farmer of this operation is making a pass with what looks like a 120-foot sprayer boom. Enlist E3 soybeans offer the most advanced trade technology on the market. And while it's new to most farmers, it's not new to Pioneer. Pioneer experts and agronomists have already completed hundreds of on-farm trials all so that acres like this have healthy soybeans with great yield potential. Enlist E3 Soybeans on a farm in Olivia. Another thing that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. Yeah, let's get to more markets. Heading over to the Equity Stratford sale by Jerry Fitzgerald's up and at it. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Bob, and a very good morning to you. And, uh, well, uh watching the radar screen here on another uh, before and there was uh, oh, some green moving across wisconsin today and you know later on in the week they got that some pink shades and all that <laughs> other stuff on there does that mean that other four-letter word yeah, yeah there's a few flakes might fly here and there later on maybe about saturday so it's well, october we had, we're talking about yeah we had 80 <laughs> the other day and we're talking snow for later on that's wisconsin weather in the fall well, how are we doing over there at the Stratford Sale Barn on this Wednesday morning? All right, Bob, thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from uh, Monday and Tuesday here at Equity Stratford, and we'll start out with the market cow sale. Uh, mostly steady this week so far. High-yielding, fleshier cows are selling mostly from 54 to 63, and we've topped this week on the cows at 65. Uh, most of your cows this week are selling from 43 to 54. Thin cows and your plainer light carcass cows below the $42 money. Uh, market bulls this week so far, mostly from 75 to 84. Lighter bulls, 75 and below. On the uh, fed cattle trade, or rather on the calf trade is what I meant to say, better quality bull calves weighing 9,230 pounds, mostly from 60 to 130. 
Uh, tops are far 135. Heifer calves are mostly uh, 25 to 50. Beef calves, good demand, mostly from 100 up to a top of 250 so far. Hay auction on yesterday's sale, uh, uh, large square, uh, large squares selling mostly from 50 to 55 dollars per bale. Uh, round bales anywhere from 25 to 45 per bale, uh, and uh, small squares were mostly at three dollars per bale. And we did have some large squares of rice straw that was at forty dollars a bale. So, again, our next hay sale will be next Tuesday. Uh, now today, Wednesday here in Stratford, busy day planned. We do get underway this morning at 10 with the market auction. Also selling uh, cows, of course, today, and fat cattle, sheep, hog, and goats this morning. Uh, 12 noon will be the feeder sale. We've got a nice lineup of feeder cattle, folks, to, uh, for the sale today. We've got a consignment of some very fancy Charlet cattle. Also, if you're Holstein buyers, if you're looking for some lighter weight Holsteins, uh, consignments of those lightweight Holsteins, mostly from three to six weights. Also some jerseys today, and uh, uh, if you folks want to feed some heifers, we do have a consignment of Holstein heifers weighing from 950 to 1250. Very short-term cattle, uh, ready to go right in the feedlot. So again, that will be some of the future consignments with all the rest of the feeder cattle today at a noontime start. Do keep in mind our next uh, dairy sale will be next Tuesday, October 20th. We've got a, a very nice lineup of dairy cattle uh, consigned already for that, including 41 top-quality springing heifers, all from one owner, very fancy set of heifers. So you folks are looking for some good quality springing heifers, AI breeding. Uh, they will be available for you next Tuesday here at Stratford. We do also have uh, uh, several consignments with open heifers. So, again, all this information on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page, or you can call us here at 715-687-4101. And uh, like I said, busy day today, and well, we don't have to talk about heat index, but uh, and the wind today is uh, well for tall folks like yourself, Bob. I mean, you're the first one that's going to know about it, huh? <laughs> well, <it'll be laughs> bre- yesterday was windy. Today is supposed to be just breezy, so we'll deal with it. You have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. You also, Bob, and I thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's and we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professional at Central Livestock. Off-farm income helps make ends meet. But if you like helping farmers as well as you like farming, you don't have to go off-farm to earn additional income. I'm Shannon Latham. We're looking for people like you to join our team of Latham Seed representatives. We offer flexible hours, agronomic support, and one of the largest, most diverse portfolios of technologies in this industry because we believe in providing the right seed field-by-field for local growing conditions. Made for this? Let's talk business at 877-GO-LATHAM. A-plus insulation services. Go to a plus insulation ec.com. 
Let's wrap up the markets, going to Central Livestock and over to Zumbrota and uh, check in with Patty Mickla. In the feeder cattle division, the market was lightly tested. We had some beef steers and bulls in, 800 to 1,000 pounds, bringing up to $1.11. The beef heifers in, 6 to 800 pounds, were up to 96, with the 800 to 1,000 pound heifers up to $1.06. And we had some Holstein feeder steers in, 4 to 600 pounds, bringing up to 85. Then we had some 800 to 1,000 pound weights, ranging 82 to 89. We had bred beef cows and heifers at $1,000 per head. In the fed cattle division, beef steers were up to 99 to $1.675. We had mixed grading steers from 65 to 98.50. Beef heifers, 99 to $1.04 quarter. Mixed grading brought 70 to 98.50. Dairy steers traded from 89 to 96 with the select grades from 62 to 88. And the dairy cross steers and heifers are at 90 to $1.250. We had market cows trading mostly at 50 to 71 with your thin, shelly, full, and overfed cows, 20 to 49, and the market bulls traded mostly from 64 to 83. At the baby calf sale, we had calves in 95 to 125 pounds. They were bringing from 50 to 125. 150 to 250 pound calves were at 50 to 90, and we had beef calves from 90 to $175 per hundredweight. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's take a look at the rest of our markets, courtesy of Synergy Cooperative. On the board of trade, a quiet trade overnight. December corn down a fraction of 390 a bushel. December oats up one at 285. December wheat also up one cent at 595. November soybeans up five to six cents at 1049 a bushel. Soybean meal up three dollars and ten cents a ton on the December contract. $359.10. Looking at country elevator prices at uh, Wheaton Grain at their Chippewa Falls location out in the town of Wheaton out there west of Chippewa. Corn at $341, the beans at $989. And at their Connersville location, corn $341, the beans at $974. Dummer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, the corn at those elevators today, $336, the beans at $977. And on the DTN screen, corn at Golden Plum, 356 today. At the elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, corn 341, beans at 980. Osseo, corn 346 with the beans at 980. Elk Mound, 344 on the corn, 991 on the beans. Sparta's 341 and 973. Over to Ellsworth, the corn is 333, the beans at 980. At the ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville, 341. Stanley at 337, New Richmond, 331. Barrel cheese up 3 cents, 214. Blocks up 2.5 at 271 and 3 quarters. Butter up 6, 147.5. Class 3, October unchanged, 2117. November up 16 at 2064. December up 4, 1819. January unchanged, 1706. 
February Unchanged, 1662. Synergy Co-op bringing us the markets this morning. Hey, it's going to be, a, well, not a bad day, 62. But again, the breeze is going to blow today, not as hard as yesterday. And a chance of some scattered rain around the area. Everybody's pretty much in the 40s right now, 47 around the Eau Claire area. Wax 104.5.